Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you're having a great day, a great Friday afternoon. The heart and purpose of Calvary Live is for you to be able to call in with questions that you have about the Word or things that are going on in your life. I know for me, uh, hosting this show, it's a real privilege, and, and I love to be able to talk about things that are real, real questions, real difficulties in your life. We'll go to God's Word together, go to God's throne together. So the number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. That's a great way to be part of today's program is to send a text with your question or your prayer request, 720-336-0897. We'd like to welcome all of our listeners on the East Coast, Truth FM in Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky, and also Hope FM in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, those listening on the internet, and also those here in Colorado. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Right now at our church, we're studying the book of Ecclesiastes, and it's a fascinating book because much of the book is written from the perspective of what not to do. Solomon is showing us where there's emptiness so we can experience true value and substance in Christ. And in Ecclesiastes 3, he tells us that there's a time and a season for everything, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to weep and a time to laugh. These contrasts, these, these statements, this poem that's written of these 14 things, a time of war and a, a time of peace. And he's really trying to make sense of time. We often experience this. Sometimes we'll have a time of gain and then a time of loss. And many times there's not much notice that we're headed into a new season in our lives. And the key verse in this discussion is in verse 11 of Ecclesiastes 3. It says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He also has put eternity in our hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. God is working. As we're trying to make sense of things, we have this promise that he's going to make all things beautiful uh, in his time. And also that we're not going to be able to understand all that he's doing on this side of eternity. So I hope you're encouraged. God's hand is in your life. Uh, he's in the business of making things beautiful. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. We do have all of our lines open. 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. A text uh, has come in, says, Thanks for your prayers for my daughter and three sons in Washington, 
court hearing on permanent restraining order happened and Violent Dad is now out of the home. So thanks for sharing that with us and we'll continue uh, to lift up uh, your uh, daughter and uh, three grandsons uh, to the Lord, and we're thanking the Lord that they are safe. Also, a text has come in. It uh, says, uh, I texted yesterday about the organ donors and the resurrected body. Uh, can somebody answer that question? So this question about organ donors and the resurrected uh, body is uh, God is able to sort all of this out. He is able to make all things um, work out in his time. And so as we look at this, you know, the body, it will decompose in the ground to absolute nothingness, to returning back to the dust. But yet God is able to raise us up in his power to allow us to have a glorified body. So I don't think it's going to be difficult for God uh, to sort out where our organs uh, have ended up if someone has chosen to be an organ donor. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. If you're going through a difficulty and you need prayer, feel free to call. Also, if you've got a question about a particular scripture or things that are going on in your life, 303 690 3,000. 303-690-3,000. You can send a text as well, 720-336-0897. Thanks for your text. Uh, this text reads, my name is Freddie, and I'm asking prayer for my nephew Kevin. He lost his job due to alcohol. Well, let's pray. Father, we just lift up Kevin to you, God, and Lord, we know that your love for us is everlasting, it's never ending, and as Kevin has lost his job due to alcohol, we pray that you'd use this in his life, and the emptiness that he feels that he would turn to you instead of turning to alcohol. So Lord, would you minister to Kevin, would you comfort him, would you help Freddie to have wisdom and how to be able to reach out to his nephew, Kevin. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen, amen. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. would like to invite you to our services in Colorado Springs if you live in the area. Our services are Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 9 and 11. We're currently going through the book of Ecclesiastes, looking at Solomon's pursuit for satisfaction. And his conclusion is, satisfaction is only found in fearing God and keeping his uh, commandments. So we'd invite you to come and join us. Also, if you're out of town, you can join us on our website, armcalvary.org, through our live stream. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. If you would like to be the first caller of the day, all of our lines are open. Uh, without your calls, we don't have a show. So if you have a question and it's been burdening your heart, you're like, man, I would really like to ask a pastor this question, or I'm going through this situation in my life, or this particular doctrine or difficulty, Feel free to call 303-690-3000. The lines are open. Also, you can send a text if you're sitting in front of your device, not driving, and you'd like to send me a text, 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897. 
As we think about the dark days that we live in, I know there's been a lot of bad news recently in in our country and in the news internationally, uh, to know that God is wanting to bring people to himself. As believers, we've been commissioned, called by God to go and share the gospel, the, the good news. And as it's dark, the light and love of Jesus Christ shines all the brighter. So remember, our mission is to know Christ and to, to make him known. And God wants to use you in the lives of others. Maybe as you're listening today, you've got questions about Christ. You've never opened up your heart and life to him. You can turn to him and trust him. Trust that he died on the cross for you and rose again. If you have questions about how to be saved, you can call as well, 303-690-3000. Text question that has come in. If you'd like to send a text question, 720-336-0897. Well, the text reads, Will we be husband and wife in heaven? Many people say, the wife husband is waiting for them in heaven now. What about the ones that are single? Will God have a husband wife uh, for them? Uh, Jesus told us that uh, in heaven we'll be like the angels. We won't be angels, but we'll be like uh, the angels and that we won't uh, be given in marriage. And so we're not going to be married to our husbands or our wives uh, in heaven. Uh, we'll all uh, be single if you were uh, in, in heaven. But I do think we'll know uh, who our spouse is because we find Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. Moses and Elijah showed up, and uh, we see the disciples, Peter, James, and John, they recognize them. So when someone says, my husband or wife is waiting for me in heaven, they're not saying I'll be married to them uh, in heaven. But what they're saying is, uh, I'm going to recognize them, and there there will be this reunion when we are gathered together uh, in heaven. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Jim in Philadelphia. Jim, welcome to the program. Thank you. Did you want me to ask the question again? Okay. Sure. Um, this morning I was listening, and I uh, I think it was Pastor Chris, um, a little west of here, but um, Pastor was saying that when David was given uh, the ultimatums, he said, you're going to get punished. You get three years of famine, three months of your enemies destroying you, etc., or three days of X, uh, the sword of the Lord, I think it was. And he, mm-hmm. But he said that when he was talking to him, he said, the angel of the Lord, he said something, he said, and that's how you know it's Christ, not just one of God's angels. But I missed the first part, and I was wondering, not only there, but how would I tell other times, what is, was it a use of English, or was it that you, if you went to Hebrew, you'd see it this way? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to ask? I, I do, yeah. I I think the section of scripture is Second uh, Chronic or Second Samuel twenty-four, um, and the clearest way to really decipher if it's uh, Christ in the Old Testament as the angel of the Lord is if uh, the angel of the Lord receives worship, uh, because if it's uh, uh, not Christ in the form of uh, uh, an angel, Christophanes, the the angel won't receive worship. 
Uh, in the book of Revelation, uh, we see John getting confused, and he starts to uh, worship the angel, and the angel's really quick to say, no, 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 I'm, I'm just the messenger. Uh, make sure that you uh, worship the Lord. Um, I'd have to look at this a little closer uh, with Second Samuel 24, of uh, you know exactly why the pastor that was teaching felt that it was a Christophany. Um, so I, I, you know, in verse sixteen and seventeen, it says, "And when the when the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem, destroyed it, the Lord relented from the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, uh, it is enough. Now restrain your hand.' And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Arna, the Jebusite. So I would encourage you just to go back and read Second Samuel 24 and, and look for, is there a place where the angel of the Lord is either worshipped or the angel of the Lord claims deity? Um, when Joshua uh, um, encountered the angel of the Lord in the beginning of the book of Joshua, uh, he, the angel of the Lord demanded worship. And so that's a place where we can really confidently say uh, it's Christ uh, as the angel of the Lord. So. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It was it was tricky when he said it. Um, I'll go back and also see if it if it gives me a clue in Hebrew. Um, but yes, in, in terms of that, the distinction I could see demanding worship or saying no, you shouldn't. Um, yeah. Super. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. And also, if the angel of the Lord claims deity, then that's a that's a real clear sign as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jim, for listening out there in Philadelphia. God bless you. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Text question uh, that has uh, come in. I need prayer that God's word will triumph over all bad feelings and emotions. I just got, want God's word coming out of my mouth. I don't want feelings changing what I'm saying. That's a great prayer. I think that we can all resonate with that this afternoon. Father, we come before you and we're emotional. Uh, Lord, you created us with, with emotions and we know that all emotion is not bad, but sometimes our emotion gets the best of us, and we desire for your word to triumph in our lives. And as this listener today is praying for that, we, we ask that your word would resonate in their lives, that it would be loud and clear, louder than any other voice, uh, Lord, and that would, would pierce through the emotions. So would you bless them and encourage them? In Jesus' name, amen. Another text that has come in, uh, my 12-year-old a granddaughter keeps having a, a reoccurring dream since her grandfather passed away that he asked her to turn on the light and he cannot see. He died at 56 years old, heart attack 20 months ago. Let's pray for your 12-year-old granddaughter. Father, we lift up um, this 12-year-old granddaughter to you. And Lord, as she is traumatized over uh, the death of her grandfather, we pray that you would comfort her. We just pray your promises over her life, that you're the God of all comfort, the Father of mercy, that you're our good shepherd, and that you would lead her to comfort, to still waters and green pastures, that you would minister to her. Pray for the whole family, God, that you would comfort them as they walk through this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. We do have our lines available if you'd like to call with a question, a question about the Word or prayer request. Let's go to our phone lines. Let's go to Jake in Aurora. Jake, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. So I just have a quick question for you about the end times. And I know that there's a big debate about whether believers will be raptured before the tribulation or whether we'll be a part of the tribulation. Um, I personally believe that we'll be raptured before it, but I just wanted to see your opinion on it. Yeah. You're right. There is, you know, several views. Um, My view is a a pre-tribulation rapture view for a couple of primary reasons. One is in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 9, it says, For God's not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Mm. Christ. Uh, And in the context of 1 Thessalonians 4 and 5, it's talking about the rapture of the church. Um, So Jesus is saying to us through the Apostle Paul uh, that I took the wrath for you, so you're not going to have to take the wrath of the tribulation. Also, the tribulation is described as the wrath of the Lamb. So as I look at the cross, Jesus took the punishment on the cross for us that's going to be poured out in, in the tribulation. And then the second reason, which is really stands out to me, is when we read uh, the teachings of Jesus about his second coming, he told us to be waiting uh, and to be expectant and that he could come at, at any moment. And if you believe in a, a mid-trib uh, rapture view, Jesus can't come today for his church. If you uh, believe in a post-trib view, Jesus can't come today. And the reason for that is because the events have not taken place that we see in the tribulation. So you find yourself looking for the Antichrist instead of Jesus Christ coming for his church. Um, But having said that, you know, I have friends that love the Lord, that uh, are faithful to the Word of God, that have a different view but I, I definitely hold to the pre-tribulation rapture view. Yeah, I do as well. It, it makes more sense to me. I just can't imagine that, you know, we we choose to follow God and we choose to, you know, um, embrace Him. And then, I, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense that He would make us go through that tribulation period. You know, just like you said, I mean, He, you know, the, He saves us from that. You know, He saves us from our sin and He saves us from the wrath and it, I just don't, I don't know, I just cannot comprehend that, you know, the God of mercy would make us go through that, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah it's good stuff it. to, to think. Uh, real quick, I have a, a prayer request. Uh, my yeah. fiancé is going through school right now, and she's she's really overwhelmed. Um, she it, it, She's going through med- medical school and just having a hard time with it. So I just wanted to see if hmm. you could pray for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do and she's going through medical school, you said? She is, yeah, and her name is Megan. Okay, yeah, let's pray for Megan. Father, thank you for, for Megan. Thank you for the gift of medicine and how it helps people. And thank you for her heart to serve in that arena. Lord, we know medical school is extremely challenging. I just pray that uh, you would really be with her uh, and help her, Lord, give her supernatural wisdom and discernment and be able to balance out her time and retain what she's studied. And just really be uh, with Megan in this season of her life. So, God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Pastor, for the for answering my question and for that prayer. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for calling, Jake. 
You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to David in Greeley. David, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you. I got a question here. I was talking also with your screener, and there was a certain enemy of Israel, and they couldn't say this word. And I, I, he told me the word was shibboleths. And yep. uh, what, what's the, where is that found, and what's the story behind that? Yeah. So it's Judges chapter 12, and there's a conflict inside of Israel. They're fighting with each other, and they're trying to spot out uh, those, any of the... Ephraimathites, and they couldn't pronounce Shibotheth, and they uh, would mispronounce the word, and so it was a way for them to identify uh, those that were from Ephraim, and then ultimately then then they killed them. Uh, And so the context is a conflict inside of Israel, and they're trying to figure out, you know, who's from this region, and they could pinpoint it by the way they... Uh, didn't pronounce this word correctly. So similar to, you know, if someone were from a certain part of the country, they would have an accent and maybe say a particular word a particular way. Okay, that's so. it's the story of Samson and Delilah? Uh, just just past that. Uh, it should be Judges, uh, Judges chapter 12. Oh, Judges, Judges 12. 12. I was in 16, yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's Jephthah's conflict with with Ephraim. Okay, I, I'm here now. Okay, I see it now. Yeah, my sister and I were talking about that the other day, and going, what is where was that at? So that uh, yeah answers my question. Well, thanks. It's a good question. This could be a good opportunity for us to pick on some Texans, don't you think? Well, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. We do have all of our lines open. A text that has come in uh, says, Please pray for my son, a Recent Christian high school graduate. He is at CU Boulder now. He's a believer and knows the truth, but is not currently connected to a church body. Uh, We are concerned about his spirituality. Pray that he connects with Reach Boulder and Pastor Kevin. Yeah, let's let's pray. Father, uh, we just lift up uh, this young man who's a freshman uh, in college at CU Boulder. Such an exciting time of his life. And we pray that the truth that's been invested in him and his personal relationship with Christ would stand so strong uh, in this secular environment and that you would connect him to the body of Christ there in Boulder. Uh, Lord, with with Kevin at at Reach Boulder or, or Lord, with a good campus ministry or another church that loves you. So, God, would you move supernaturally in his life? When we do pray for all the, the college students and high school students, Lord, that you would move in their lives and point them to Christ. So, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Another 
text question that has come in says, after God's coming during the tribulation, will people still be able to have uh, children? So this is leads into the millennial period. It's a thousand-year uh, period where Christ is ruling and reigning, and we're ru- ruling with Christ. And it does seem that people will be able to have children uh, during this time. It's going to be a really interesting time. The Scripture doesn't give us a lot of details on that thousand-year period, but I'm really looking forward to uh, Christ ruling and reigning. Another text that has come in, Christophany is sig- is signaled by the word the angel. Otherwise, it would say a or an angel. Uh, your thoughts? I don't think that the article the is always an indication that it's a Christophany. A Christophany being Christ stepping onto the pages of the Old Testament in the form of the angel of the Lord. I would definitely be looking at did the angel receive worship? Did the angel uh, ascribe deity to uh, himself? But the the article the is not always um, the final indicator on whether it's a Christophany or not. So that's a great question. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening and being with me today. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000 really is an opportunity for you to answer questions that are on your heart and on your mind about the Word, things that are going on in your life. Feel free to pick up the phone, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Bobby in Denver. Bobby, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you today? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, so my question is, um, why is our God a jealous God? I read somewhere in the Bible that um, He is a jealous God, um, and we we are not supposed to be jealous people. Yeah, so I think the understanding of God uh, being jealous is in His righteousness. The best way to explain this is uh, a married couple, you know, uh, a married couple uh, is jealous for their spouse's affection in the sense that they're not willing to be second place or to have uh, another romantic relationship in their lives. And when God says that he's jealous, it's nothing evil or, or wicked, but it's his desire uh, to have his proper place in our lives, that, that he would be number one and that we wouldn't fall into idolatry. Uh, but in no way is God saying that he's jealous of us, like there's something in us that that he longs for maybe the way that we would long for our neighbor's car or we're, we're jealous after their, their nice green grass. Does that make sense? Um, NFL players or basketball players just like don't idolize and praise them kind of things. I'm, I'm sorry I missed that, that you cut out real quick. Do you mind repeating that for me like for example not to idolize like um nfl players or nba players like like not idolizing and praising them in 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 a sense right yeah not putting anything uh, above god so yeah it could be a sports team uh you know it could be money uh, it, it could even be our, our spouse and our kids. You know, it, it's really putting anything above the Lord. And in that sense, God says, I'm jealous for your first affection. I desire to be your first love, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, does. it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
All right. Well, thank you for explaining that. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for calling. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Text is a great way uh, to be part of uh, the program, to be able to ask a question about the Word, to send a prayer request, praise report, 720-336-0897. Hope you're having a great Friday afternoon as you are heading down the road, probably stuck in traffic or possibly home for the day or still at work. If you've got a question about the word, give me a call, 303-690-3000. We're going to head to a break. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. In Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks for joining me. If you have a question, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Steve and Cheyenne. Steve, welcome to the program. Hi, Eric. Um, In uh, one of the Gospels, I think it's Matthew, but forgive me, I didn't come to class prepared. Um, (laughs) Jesus comes down off the Mount of Transfiguration. The guy with the demon-possessed son says, Hey, your disciples couldn't cast out the demon. You know, would you please cast out the demon? And Jesus says... You know, oh, faithless generation, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, how long mm-hmm. do I have to put up with you? What does he, mm-hmm. it sounds kind of harsh. What does he mean there? What's what's going on? What's he talking about? Yeah, so it is Matthew 17, and in 16 we see the, the Mount of Transfiguration, and as he comes off of the Mount, there's the demon-possessed boy, and the disciples uh, weren't able to cast out the demon, uh, and they're wondering why. Uh, and Jesus answers and he says to them, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I bear with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And then he goes on a little further and he says, Because of your unbelief, most assuredly I say to you, if you'd had faith as a mustard seed, you'd say to this mountain, Move from here to there. However, this kind doesn't come out except by prayer and fasting. And so by this point in the disciples' journey with the Lord, he's really rebuking their unbelief uh, and saying it was for lack of faith that, that you weren't able to cast out uh, this this demon. Uh, and that expression, uh, faithless and twisted or faithless and perverse generation, goes back to the Old Testament with the generation of the uh, that died in the wilderness that wasn't able to go into the promised land because of um, uh, unbelief. And, you know, I think sometimes as we read those things in Scripture, 
Uh, if we have the tone in which they were said, it would, would help a lot. You know, uh, Jesus may have said this with a broken heart more than an, an angry tone, uh, more of like, oh, I, I need you guys to get this, you know. Um, and, and so sometimes it's hard to hear these statements without the tone. But ultimately, I think Jesus is teaching us how important it is uh, to trust him and to have faith. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, uh, it didn't occur to me that the, uh, that the tone might be different than what was going on in my mind. Yeah. I just, I pictured yeah. myself as, you know, being a, a disciple or a student and my teacher saying, it's like, Foster, what's your problem? Why can't you get this? It's like, yeah. you know, tail tucked, head down. But, right. Okay. I never thought about yeah. that. Thank you. Appreciate it, Eric. You, you bet. And I think it's really, uh, important and insightful, like even when the father came to talk to Adam and Eve in, in the Garden of Eden, and he says, where are you? It's easy for us to think God's angry and going, where are you? Like an angry dad. Right. But it's probably yeah. more so the tone of like, oh, where are you? You know, and um, so I wish we had the audio, you know, of, of the Gospels. It would it would help. <laughs> well, maybe maybe someday so, we'll get to yeah. get to review it. Yep, sounds good. Hey, thanks, Eric. You have a good evening. You bet. God bless you, Steve. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rita in Aurora. Rita, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. Thanks for taking my call. It's in regard to the millennium. And um, my understanding is that Satan is bound. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who's... So that Jesus has come and and his people are gone. So the people that are there, are they... How do they become Christians if there really are not very many good people left on the earth that will share that with him? And um, if Satan is bound, how, I mean, how does sin come into the picture with these people? Or is it just the original sin that they're born with and they're born of their father, the devil? Right. So uh, kind of several questions there. You know, the first is the people on the millennium are those that have lived uh, through the tribulation. And then the way that they're going to know the Lord, I think, is twofold. First is Christ is going to literally be ruling and reigning on the earth from Jerusalem. So they'll have the testimony from Christ himself. And then in Revelation 20, verse 5, where it describes this time period, it says, And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So believers are going to be on the earth ruling and reigning with Christ as God's messengers uh, and then in terms of the sin element is later on in Revelation 20, Satan's released after a thousand years, and some choose to follow him uh, at, at that end of the thousand years. And so even though Satan's not present, there still is the sinful nature inside of us um, that that chooses sin even outside of Satan's influence. So that original sin, I think, will be there still inside of those uh, that are living during the thousand-year period. Not not in us as believers mm-hmm. who are already with the Lord, 
Thankfully, we won't have to wrestle with our sinful nature anymore. Uh, but for those that live through the tribulation, um, that are alive during this time on the earth, I think that they'll still have their, their sin nature. Okay. So. Okay. I thank you very much for answering my yeah. question. You have a wonderful day. Thanks for calling, Rita. Thank you. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. We have all of our lines open, so if you call, you should uh, get right in. 303-690-3000. Maybe you have a question about the Word or a question about things going on in your life. Maybe you're thinking, man, it would be great to be able to talk with the pastor. We'll get into God's Word together. Go to God's throne in prayer, 303-690-3000. And then also you can send a text uh, 720-336-0897. This is a a great way to be part of the program is send me a text. If you've got your phone or your device, your tablet, iPad, 720-336-0897. We do have all of our lines open, so feel free to take advantage of it. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. I know one of the things that's been on my heart is kids going back to school all throughout our country. It's that time of year where kids are going back to school and like to pray for the safety of the kids, the safety of the teachers, but also that God would move in a powerful way in this younger generation to introduce them to Christ. So let's pray for our students as they're headed back to school. Father, we thank you for your love and your faithfulness. And as we head into the fall and kids are back in school, Lord, we just pray for a move of your spirit, that you would protect the kids, protect the teachers, that you give real wisdom to the administration, that the teachers would be looking to you. We pray for Christian teachers, that they would be used by you, God, that they would have boldness and discernment. And Lord, that this younger generation would really be Uh, touched by you. Um, Lord, so would you move in our churches? Would you move in our communities, in our schools? God, we need you. Would you forgive us for turning our back upon you? Lord, for, for not wanting you in our schools, not wanting you in our communities. And Lord, we say in our lives, Jesus, we, we want you. We desire you. We need you. In Jesus name. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Kenny in Denver. Kenny, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Um, I have a question. I believe it's the in the Bible, or Revelations, um, where they, I think it's David who has the dreams of the uh, beast, where it talks like, um, you know, the beast of, of end of times. But he, there's a dream, or I'm not sure if it is David, who mentions about the legal or the uh, lion with eagle wings that separate. I was, mm-hmm. um, I was wondering, does does that have to represent like how uh, we United States separated from England? Because I saw that their national animal is a lion, and then ours are an eagle. And I mean, I thought uh-huh. that kind of went together, but I'm not sure if that is what that meant of that beast. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation on exactly you know what the the, the beast is uh, with with the wings, and I, I don't know that we can say you know emphatically uh, that uh, uh, the 
the the lion uh, with the wings uh, is the United States. You know, there's there's a lot of people as they study the Book of Revelations and Daniel and end times events that that look for uh, the United States, but we don't see it directly referenced to. So uh, it's it's really our best guess at, at, at this point. So I, it's a possibility, but I don't think that we can emphatically uh, say that if that if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so John was the disciple that had the the vision in Revelation. Yeah. But yeah. So and also you could look at uh, Daniel chapter seven as well. So yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for your question, Kenny. God bless you. God bless you, and thank you so much for everything you do. You're welcome. Have a great night. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Chris in Castle Rock. Welcome to the program. Uh, Thanks thanks for taking my call, sir. Um, You bet. I guess, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I guess my question was, um, there's a lot of emphasis. I, I, I'm a single Christian man, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I guess there's a lot of emphasis about um, kind of waiting on the Lord as, as far as like trying to find a spouse or a girlfriend, you know, and like not really mm-hmm. don't don't look don't look for a spouse, you know, don't look for a girlfriend, you know, don't seek it out. Like it'll kind of somehow God will bring it to you or provide. So I'm just trying to kind of figure out like wh- you know where do we draw the line as far as you know, God will provide, and then, you know, like, am I, you know, trying to take, you know, action, and, uh, you know, or a step of faith, or, you know, whatever have you, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. So I think that there's a balance. Uh, You know, first, uh, we need to be seeking first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto to us. And the Bible tells us, delight yourself in the Lord, and, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. So, I think it's sure. it's easy, you know, in singleness to make the priority like I got to get married, I got to get married, and yeah. I think you know first and foremost is to to make sure that Christ is number one, His kingdom's number one. Even if God doesn't bring this person into my life, I mm-hmm. I know that I'm I'm content in the Lord, even though that that's difficult. Now, having said that, I think that uh, you know we see a biblical example. Uh, uh, in the Old Testament with Abraham and his son Isaac is that Abraham desired for his son Isaac to be married, knew that where they were living was a pagan land where all the women served foreign gods. And so he sends his servant, and this is in Genesis 24, uh, Mm -hmm. to to go back to to where Abraham was from uh, and to seek a wife that, that knew God, that feared God. And, and God honors that. And so uh, Abraham and Isaac really take a step of faith to to pursue uh, a bride. And so I, I don't think that it's wrong to pursue a relationship, um, you know, or to be looking for uh, a relationship with a godly woman who loves the Lord, who has uh, seeking first the kingdom of God. So I think in answer to your question, it is put the Lord first. Um, and, you know, seek the Lord for discernment, 
uh, and there may be seasons of waiting, uh, but there also may be seasons of pursuing. Um, you know, and one of the things I think that is almost a little bit of an epidemic in the church right now is that uh, men have lost the art of how to pursue a woman in a godly way for the intentions of marriage. Um, and without there being a, a pursuit from the godly man, a lot of times it's really hard for the relationships to develop because I think a lot of godly women are are rightfully so saying, I'm waiting for this guy to pursue me. I'm not going to necessarily give him my phone number, you know, uh, that, that type sure. of thing. And um, it's an old book because um, I'm an old guy, but I read it a long time ago. Uh, uh, but uh, it, it's called When Boy uh, Meets Girl, um, uh, and it's kind of a, a great resource on how to be able to pursue a godly uh, relationship. Um, uh, and it helped me a lot during that when I was single. Um, so awesome! That's that's real good advice, and and you put it in a in a very very good way as far as seeking the Lord first. So um, couldn't have said it better. Or you know that's that's just really helpful. Thank you very much. So th- the author of that book is Joshua Harris. It's When Boy Meets Girl by Joshua Harris. So Okay. Let me yeah, let me pray for check you. That out. Thanks for your time and um yeah. you know, have a nice afternoon. I'm real real honored to be able to uh to call in. So thanks again. Yeah. Well, Chris, before you go, let me pray for you, okay? Sure, thank you. God, thanks for Chris, and Lord, I just pray that you would watch over him and his singleness, Lord, keep keep him pure, give him power from the Holy Spirit and sexual purity in his heart, Lord, being pure before you. Lord, just allow him to continue to seek you first, and Lord, I pray uh, that you would move in his life, Lord, and uh, we know marriage is a good thing, and Lord, that you would bring a godly woman into his life and give him discernment and wisdom of, of when it is time to uh, pursue uh, a godly relationship. So we thank you for him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Uh, you bet. Thanks for calling. God bless you. Yes, sir. Yep. God bless you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, uh, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Text question that has come in, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that God has a plan to prosper us and not to harm us. Um, also, thank you for your prayer for teachers I, I teach. Um, so... I think, uh, you know, that the question there is maybe more of a statement of uh, God's promise of Jeremiah 29, 11. It's one of my favorite verses. It's been a real comfort to me uh, in different times of my life. Uh, it says that God knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, that of peace and not of evil, uh, to give us a future and a hope. So that's a great promise. And we want to continue to pray for and encourage teachers as they head into the school year you know one of the things to understand with Jeremiah 29:11 is God is not uh, guaranteeing us financial prosperity or no physical difficulty or disease but it's his heart for us as a heavenly father that he is going to bless us spiritually 
and prosper us in the most important way, which is our relationship uh, with him. So 303-690-3000. We've got about 10 minutes left in today's program, and we do have all of our lines open. So if you would like to give me a call, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. 303-690-3000. Would love to talk with you, try to answer your question and pray for you. Also, you can send a text 720-336-0897. Text question that has come in says, if you have not gotten baptized in Jesus' name as an adult, will you go to heaven? Also, how do you help a family member that's addicted to drugs? The first question is, baptism is not a requirement for salvation. We know this because of the thief that was crucified next to Christ on the cross. Is He had no opportunity to be baptized, and Jesus promised him salvation. Works don't save us. It's our faith in Jesus that saves us. So we get baptized because we're saved, because we want to make that public declaration that Christ is our Savior. Jesus commanded us to be saved. But uh, in no way is baptism a requirement uh, for uh, salvation. As far as a family member who's addicted to drugs, uh, that's a difficult one. And I think uh, first and foremost to pray, to pray and fast, uh, to rally others uh, to be able to pray uh, and fast. At times there's a real need for intervention to get family members and friends to come into that person's life and to talk with them, uh, to not enable them uh, in any way, uh, to allow them to experience the consequences from from the drugs. Um, but ultimately, it's crying out to the Lord that uh, that God would intervene in their life. I think looking for opportunities to share Christ. Uh, Christ is the only way out of drugs, out of drug addiction. He's the living water. That you know, the fix that they're looking for in drugs can only be found in Jesus. So I'm going to pray for you. Thanks for uh, sending that text uh, to me. Lord, I thank you for this listener. And as they are uh, battling with a family member who's addicted to drugs, Lord, we just ask uh, that you would work uh, uh, in this family member's life. Uh, Jesus, that you would bring him out uh, of this addiction. Lord, just the the mire of it and the, the, the yuckiness of it and that they would see you, Jesus, for, for who you are. Pray for wisdom for this family member that they would know how to be able to reach out. And we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Laurel in Colorado Springs. Laurel, welcome to the program. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks. So I am just leaving a Bible study, um, and we had kind of a really cool conversation about what um, what's your most comfortable or suggested way to bring up the gospel or to introduce Jesus to someone who may have never heard of them or who might be on kind of a wrong path and you know it and you can identify it and you don't want to condemn but you want to love them through it <laughs> yeah you bet yeah that's a great question I think um, for me my favorite way is to share my testimony to share how God got a hold of my life uh, the emptiness that I was feeling apart from Christ uh, you know the the impact that his unconditional love uh, had 
uh, on me. Um, my mom is the master at this. She's really good at just sharing her testimony and how she came to to know Christ. Um, and then pretty pretty quickly, you can start to get a read on their body language of of how, how they're responding. And then I like to ask questions. You know, what do you think about Jesus? Or you know, uh, have you ever read the Gospel of John? Th- those types of things and just get the get the ball uh, rolling. But we see uh, Saul, who became Paul in the book of Acts, he shares this testimony three times. Uh, um, in the book of Revelation, it says we overcome Satan by the word of their testimony. Um, and then we also see the blind man uh, in the Gospel of John uh, sharing sharing his testimony of what Christ has done in his life. So for me personally, that's my favorite. Yeah. No, I like so. that. We were... I'm going to have to take that back to them. <laughs> yeah. Can I pray for your Bible study? That's awesome. That, sure, that's really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Father, I thank you for Laurel, and I thank you for her doing this Bible study. And God, so many times we, we don't share our faith and don't share the gospel. And Lord, I just thank you for this Bible study as they're being equipped to, to, to share their faith, that you'd really give them opportunities. I know oftentimes we think, too, that, man, I can't be used by the Lord, and that this group would really— uh, see you use them in in a powerful way. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You bet. God bless you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Annette in Aurora. Annette, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Eric. Um, this is Annette from Colorado Family Life Center, and I wanted to call in with a praise. Um, okay. God had provided a new location for us, and awesome. um, so we have moved and serving teen and first-time parents at a new location. Mm. And so I think sometimes we ask for prayer and don't always remember to give God glory for yeah. the answered ones. And so That's just wanted awesome. to call in with that, and if anybody is I'm interested in seeing what we do and where we're located. Um, we have an open house tomorrow um, just okay. for people to walk through and see the new location. So I just wanted to share right. that and just ask for a prayer of thanksgiving to Jesus. Yeah, that's great. That sounds good. Well, let's let's thank the Lord together. So, Lord, we thank you for the Colorado Family Life Center there in Aurora. Thanks for providing a new location. I imagine that they needed more space, and God, you've opened up uh, new doors of opportunity for them, literally, Lord. And what an awesome ministry, Lord, as people are literally deciding between life and death and serving uh, first-time parents. And so, Lord, would you really bless them? Would you bless this open house tomorrow? Would you really use them in the community in a way that uh, that would glorify you and really surprise others? And we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Pray God's blessed for for your, your ministry. That's awesome. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. One of the things that I just have been encouraged with in my own life is the book of Ecclesiastes, where we find that Solomon is really wrestling, and the description that he uses is grasping the wind or and and toiling and un, under the sun and he keeps coming up empty he he tries pleasure 
Uh, he tries possessions. He tries position, and, and he's he's empty. And without even realizing it, a lot of times in my life, I can get off focus and off track, and I start uh, pursuing these things of the world instead of a relationship with Christ. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the children of Israel, and he said, "You you have committed two evils, uh, and the first is is you forsook me, and that was the first evil, and then the second is that they, they dug for themselves wells or cisterns that could produce no water. God is the only source of, of living water. And if you're in that place of emptiness uh, uh, this evening, this, this Friday, is to turn to Christ. Even as believers, we can get away from drinking from the true well of Jesus being uh, living water. Maybe you're even at a place of depression or considering taking your own life. Um, you know, God is with you and he knows. And I would encourage you to cry out to the Lord, uh, to cry out to the body of Christ. You know, something that really breaks my heart as a person and as a pastor is suicide and to see how suicide is is wrecking our uh, communities. And I want to pray specifically for those of you this evening or that are feeling empty uh, to to cry out to the Lord, to respond with me in this prayer. So, Jesus, we thank you that you're living water and that you're the bread of life. You're the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through you. And we get distracted. We we drift, Lord. We try to dig our own wells that can't satisfy. So, Jesus, we uh, look to you. And I pray specifically for those that are listening right now, God, that, that feel empty, that feel depressed, uh, that you would come and speak to them. Just like you spoke and revealed yourself to Saul of Tarsus, and you would lift off that depression. In Jesus' name, would you bind depression? Would you bind hopelessness, God? Would you give them the courage to to cry out to you, to cry out to those that that love them? Uh, We ask that Satan would not have victory in this way of convincing people to, to end their lives, and that we would be satisfied in you, that you're our portion you're everything that we need and we long for. So God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. As you head into your weekend, remember that you're loved by God, that he's with you, that he'll never leave you or forsake you. So thank you so much for joining me. Have a blessed evening. Bye-bye. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.